Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to episode two of this On the Road series. This is I Will Teach You a Language on the Road, uh, literally on the road right now. Walking to Hampstead Heath for uh, another one of my daily walks. How are you guys doing? Hope you're having a, a good day. And um, just to remind you, in case you missed the last episode, this is, well, what is this? This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Nothing new there. I talk to you about my experience learning lots of languages and try and answer your questions about your own language learning to see if we can get you learning and speaking faster and better and all that stuff. And uh, right now I'm recording my podcast episodes during my my walks on Hampstead Heath here in London because I'm struggling to get them done at home because uh, I keep doing other stuff. It's crazy how that happens. So I thought I'd uh, walk and talk at the same time. So you might have a bit of, you know, gusts of wind, breeze in the background, the occasional dog, but at least you're getting your episodes. And I know I've been, you know, so recently I've been receiving so many messages and emails and they all seem to start in the same way, which are like, you know, Ollie, I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning. And I, I just, that, that means so much to me, you know. And so I want to make sure that I keep these episodes coming. And this is the best way that I know how. So before we get into today's question, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show. Italki are really doing a lot of, doing a lot of people a lot of favors right now because you can take language lessons online without leaving your home, which you can't do anyway. But it means that... At least you can take language lessons. And um, by the way, actually, I don't know if maybe you can leave your home. I'm not quite sure. Right now, uh, I'm in the UK and we can't really leave home unless we're part of a very select group of people who do very important jobs, much more important than than what I do. Uh, And obviously, I'm eternally grateful to all those people. Uh, But I don't know, maybe some of you guys listening are kind of, you know, waltzing about on the beach right now, in which case... What on earth are you doing listening to me? But anyway, <laughs> yeah, everything is kind of changing from day to day, week to week at the moment. But if you'd like to get a bit of speaking practice, then now's as good as time, as good a time as any. And you know, it's funny, I'm just walking on the path here in Hampstead Heath and someone's spray painted on the uh, path that I'm walking on, COVID exclamation mark, wake up, it's a lie. That's interesting, isn't it? Do you think it's alive? Well, that would be that would be very strange indeed, wouldn't it? Something tells me it's not, but I'm sure there are some people out there who who think it is. Anyway, what am I doing? This is this is supposed to be an advert for Italki. Go and get your speaking lessons. You know it's the right thing to do. You can be speaking with somebody practicing your target language today. And if you'd like to get a couple of free lessons, you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson that's I will teach you a language.com forward slash free lesson all right then without any further ado it's time for today's question all the way from Brazil hey Oli Bernardo here I'm from Brazil and I work as a German French and English teacher both as a private teacher and at language schools I would like to hear your opinion on language schools in general not only to teach English but also French and other languages. My personal experience is 
that it's possible to make a faster progress if you learn with methods like uh, Asimil or Michel Thomas or Pinsler. And most of my students at language schools, they finish like uh, A1, A2, it's a certain number of hours of study, but they're not able to communicate as they would be if they had learned with other methods. I would like to hear your thoughts on that and keep up with the good work. E aí, Bernardo, tudo bem? Muito obrigado pela sua mensagem. Muito interessante e muito obrigado pelo, pelo seu trabalho também. Você está fazendo um trabalho muito, muito importante para muitas pessoas e muito legal. Então, valeu, muito respeito para você. Uh, so, thanks for the question, man. It's, um, it's a topic that I really like because I am a teacher. I taught for many years. And this question of, uh, you know, what you're basically asking is, are language schools worth it? Are they better than studying by yourself? And your, your observation, if I was going to kind of distill it here, is that you have students who come to school to learn with you or with other teachers, and they, do their, they study their A1 or A2 French or German or whatever. And you have observed that they are kind of not as quick as somebody who sits down with a ask a meal or teach yourself or whatever and studies it by themselves and so what do you think what's the purpose of language schools if that if we take that to be true and it's a fantastic observation and it's also very true but i think that so at the heart of what you're talking about here is a kind of what, what we're really getting to is the question of is there such a thing as the best way to learn a language because here's the thing let's say that I had the absolute best way to learn a language. Let's say that I could give you, I could tell you right now that I have empirical proof that the best way to learn a language was with, say, uh, say Asimil, which you mentioned, which uh, I don't personally enjoy Asimil very much, but lots of people do. So, um, well, that's kind of the point, isn't it? <laughs> like everybody likes different things. But anyway, let's say that we could empirically prove through, uh, through studies that there was a most efficient way of learning a language. Now, let's say that you take that method of learning a language and then you line up 100 people and you say, right, all of you guys are going to learn a language with this method and then we'll watch the results. Um, obviously, what will happen is not everybody gets the same results. Kind of obvious, right? Uh, but it won't be necessarily because they are more or less intelligent or more adept at language learning or whatever. Doubtless, some of it will be due to that. But on the whole, the reason that um, uh, that people will get different results will be hundreds of different reasons. Some people like reading, some people like listening, other people don't like sitting down to study, they just like to speak. Some people can't find the time to study, other people have two hours a day on the train. Some people can't, that I hate studying on their phone, other people only use their phone. There are so many different um, sort of, um, you know, reasons and, and factors in when it comes to learning a language that it becomes that the, the, the question of like which is the best best which is the best method is a very difficult one. So take the case of language schools, right? My observation from my years of teaching in language schools is that typically the kind of person who goes to a language school 
once the structure and the formality of an educational setting for whatever reason it could be because they're not disciplined enough to study by themselves it could be that they um, they want the the structure of having a lesson twice a week it could be that they want the community of of other students around them to keep them positive and motivated it could be because they don't know how to study by themselves. There are a whole myriad reasons why <clears throat> why someone might want to go to a language school. And it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the fact that they think it's going to be a more effective method. You could tell that person, look, you could sit with Asimil for three months and be intermediate level in, in German. And they could say to you, okay, I understand that. I actually agree that that would be possible, but I'm just not going to do it because that's just not me. <laughs> right case in point right now i mean I, I quite fancy learning russian right now but i'm not i'm i'm failing in fact i haven't even started and the reason is because i just can't bring myself to, to do to add extra things to my my list of things to do while stuck at home in quarantine i just can't bring myself to do it it's got nothing to do with the fact that i i think i know the best method for me and i could you know learn it fairly quickly um or fairly efficiently let's say because Russian's hard, I know. Uh, it's got nothing to do with that. It's got to do with the very practical reason that I just don't want to drive myself even crazier with more stuff to do at home, right? And so that's really what you're dealing with at language school. I think, I think it's probably the majority of people actually think to themselves, you know, I really want to learn this language, but I just can't motivate myself to do it by myself. So I'm going to go to school. And then I'm going to pay a teacher. And because I pay that teacher, I'm going to go to the lessons and I'm at least going to learn something. And so right away, my, my, and this has always been my feeling about, uh, as, as a teacher, is that right away, the, the students that you get in your classroom are kind of necessarily the, the less motivated ones. Not always. I've met some extremely smart students in my classrooms but on the whole the kind of students that go to language school are going to be less motivated than the kind of person who is capable of sort of sitting at home for three months and studying by themselves because that the person who can because I think you're right the person that, that can do that that can learn by themselves is going to be by far the most efficient and most effective so you're dealing with an imperfect scenario it's one of my favorite observations about language learning when you're teaching at a school you're dealing with an imperfect scenario where you've got students who are not particularly self-motivated um, and the time every week is limited but of course the other thing is that <clears throat> as as you know uh, Bernardo as a as a polyglot yourself you know that languages are not really learned in the classroom they're learned at home right so the fact that you're there teaching them doesn't mean that they're going to learn. They can get input, but is that input converting to intake? And the answer is probably no if they're not doing anything at home. So, you know, this is, this is, this is the dilemma. I, I've certainly gone to language schools before uh, when I've wanted to learn a new language. And the reason has been um, that I wanted the structure and the motivation and the accountability. Now, I do think that one-to-one -one lessons are a different, slightly different case. There's a big difference to be drawn between 
one-to-one -one lessons and group lessons, I think. Just because with one-to-one -one lessons, you can um, give immediate feedback to the student and they can be getting, you know, th that is really the ideal scenario, I think, one-to-one -one lessons. Um, but again, even in one-to-one -one lessons, you know, students are not really getting as much input as they would if they were learning through more traditional self-study type methods, you know. So I think it's a mistake to, to kind of weigh up language schools against self-study because you, you're not you're comparing apples with pears or bananas with oranges or you're from Brazil right comparing um, I don't know feijoada with uh, muqueca that's not the same thing you know which is more delicious feijoada or muqueca <laughs> you know depends right they're kind of different things and is it would you rather have homemade feijoada or would you rather buy it in a in a kilo paper kilo store well Homemade is probably better, right? But if you're not going to make it yourself, then you may as well settle for the, for the, for the stuff you buy in the, in, the, in the paper kilo store. So all these things are these things we've got to take into account um, when weighing up the different scenarios. And ultimately, I think for most people, you know, it's the thing that the method that you actually use is preferable to the uh, the genius method that you never get started on which is my current predicament with my, <laughs> with my ambitions to learn Russian. So there we go. Thank you very much for your question, Bernardo. Muito obrigado. Se cuida aí. And uh, that's it. What else? Yes, questions. If you'd like to ask me a question, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash ask and ask away. It's a good time to ask me questions because I'm answering them. So, <laughs> And I'm recording podcasts as well, which always helps for answering questions. So there we go. IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash ask. And I'll see you back for my next On The Road episode. Take good care. Throughout doing the podcast, one of the most, one of the saddest things actually that I've heard from people who leave messages for me for the show is that they feel very isolated when they are learning their languages. They'll tell me things like, nobody understands why I care about languages. No one just gets this language passion that I have and I feel very alone. And I know exactly what that is like. I've been through that for years. And that's one of the reasons that I started my Facebook community. Um, and it's a fantastic group with over 10,000, many more by this point actually, over 10,000 language learners, just like you, just like me, people who are learning one language, who are just starting their first journey in language learning to those who already speak far more languages than me. It's a fantastic supportive community, which is very, very well moderated. And I'd love to invite you to join it's completely free and if you'd like to join you can go to Facebook and search for Ollie Richards Fluency Mastermind that's on Facebook search for Ollie Richards Fluency Mastermind you'll need to um, request to be approved but our moderators will approve you and you'll be in on the inside and you'll get all the supports that you need there'll be a place to ask and answer questions uh, I really think that you will enjoy it and benefit from it and I'd love to see you there once again on Facebook that is Ollie Richards Fluency Mastermind. I hope to see you there.